You're listening to Radio ISO, the podcast bringing you notes from isolation and stories about the people we're missing. I'm your host, Emily Sargent. Today I caught up with my friend B as we enter our seventh week of lockdown. your week been oh my week how has it been well when the when the sun's shining it's nice i sat like a toad in the garden quite a lot this week you've got to stop calling yourself a toad because you just no because that's how i sit as well like all all of our garden furniture is broken like so it's basically like you have to (laughs) angle yourself on a broken splintery wooden chair and then I'm usually wearing sort of peculiar like just odd clothes sometimes like part mine part Will's just (laughs) Will's six foot seven (laughs) like it's not a small man you are very Um, you're very pregnant now so this is like you it are you are you saying you're sitting it's weirdly because stick. you're? <laughs> is it just what is comfortable? I have to sit like if you imagine how, like, a, a rapper would sit. So like legs, <laughs> legs wide, so that there's like room for the bum. Baggy crotch at your knees. Genuinely, yeah. Um, so yeah, that was. That's basically I've spent quite a lot of the week kind of doing that. Uh, homeschooling is increasingly impossible. <laughs> How um, are they as pupils? Are they quite unruly? Oh, totally, I've lost control of the class. I'm like that. I'm like that supply teacher that everybody <laughs> kept bullying. Chuggy just setting off a fire extinguisher in the corner. We had a supply teacher once called Mr. Dick, and I'm not. Oh, that's God. not a lie. How could you? Well, be? his fate was How could sealed. You go into the teach. I know. How could you go into the teaching that's profession on him, without thinking? Really, totally. That's. I remember thinking, even as a child, like, I'm sorry, but you, your failure to change your name, you deserve given this your profession. You deserve this abuse. <laughs> um, so basically, I am Miss. I'm just Mrs. Dick. The kids just have totally lost <sighs> any respect for me. What and were you trying to like, teach them this week? What have we tried to do this week? Do you know what we've been doing? Fractions. And my God. God. Bloody hell, Emily. They are... There was, like, some of the games he has to... He has to play these, like, little kind of online games. They're not easy. Mm. <laughs> and what is... what What's Chuggy doing? Chuggy is basically just going... Chuggy thinks Chuggy. Well, I don't need to teach Chuggy because she thinks she can read. She thinks she can write. So she just takes off with like little notebooks and sits with a pencil, just filling the notebook with like, you know, when she does that thing when she sits, holds the pen so hard that you can see like the blood going out of her fingers, and then she's got like her legs go into like pointing spasm, and they just start kind of quivering. And she's going, like, gritting her teeth and, like, it's as if she's writing 
something like the it's like got the significance of the Magna Carta or oh something. Oh my it's god! I wonder what she thinks. It oh well, maybe we should maybe maybe it's going to be. I don't know. Maybe it is going to be a significant yeah. piece of work. I don't know, but I mean, it's um. Oh, and then obviously we had the V Day thing, which I was initially being such an antisocial, um, community spirited bitch about. Did you see? I just saw in a, a newspaper today a picture. <laughs> picture of a street because obviously there's like all these people having street parties and there was there was a whole street of people doing a conga down the road i mean that how is that social distancing <laughs> i couldn't believe it well we had um some uh, some people where we live um yesterday someone told me that like in like a house basically just across the road from them that people had had a party on Saturday yeah, and it had been going on until like, you know, the wee hours and it, they'd had people coming and going from the house and everything. It's something definitely where we are changed this weekend. I don't know if it's that there were mixed messages in the press or people are just sick mm. of it, but there were people like, it just suddenly went from feeling like everyone was observing it to, big groups of people in the park everyone out yeah. like just so many people out and about and all jostling together and lots of people saying their parents were going to garden parties with friends and stuff so it's not it's not good one of my friends becky keeps saying well has said a couple of times that we need to learn to live like this mm. and i that i think that's the thing that fills me with the most anxiety because i feel like i c- my brain can only process it as being, um, can only kind of deal with it being a short-term thing. Mm-hmm. And when I think about it having to become, which I'm sure it will, um, more of a, you know, a longer-term thing, then, um, yeah, I think that makes me feel quite anxious. But um, Is it the... Is, is it specifically not seeing people or what what are the parts if i could if i could just meet up with literally two of my friends and go for a walk or you know do an exercise class or have a coffee i'm not good that would that would be fine mm-hmm. i could cope with like the bigger things still being off limits yeah like like bigger movements and stuff but i can't I'm, i think it's just a really small very basic, you know, literally basic interests, like social interactions that I'm, like, I just feel if I could just kind of get some of that back, it would be good. And also on a practical level, I am having a baby in 10 weeks and it's little things like all of my baby stuff is is locked in my parents' garage Mm. um, three hours away and, you know, it's that sort of thing where I can't really it's hard to kind of get into a sort of um it's not as it's not as easy to kind of start like nesting and yeah you know sorting things and kind of getting things together because you feel like it's sort of yeah not anyone's priority including yours really I feel really sad that I've not seen you really during what feel like the bigger parts of your pregnancy and 
I don't know. It just feels very... You're, miss, you're missing the turd stage. <laughs> I mean, it's a, it's a great stage. It feels so strange, though, to think that you're have, you know, going through a, a big... I don't know. I feel sad to be missing it and not seeing you in person. Oh, Chuggy's just come in. I'm giving you presents. What are you giving me? Sorry. Sorry, Chuggy's here with a tiny, light, tiny cat in a little carrying case. <laughs> <laughs> That's very cute, wire. Go and see if you can find anything else that fits in there, yeah? Love you. Oh, my lip balm. <laughs> she's just... <laughs> she's really got into this new thing of... um. She takes things that are mine and then leaves things that are hers in their place. It's just sort of like... <laughs> trade. Like a, like a trade. <laughs> if you can see what I'm seeing now, her hand has just come through the bedroom, <laughs> come through the bedroom door on its own. And just put one of her lip balms just in place of mine. <laughs> and to say he would not use Chuggy's lip balm, it's like covered in hair. <laughs> you know that it's been like scrubbed on the carpet. <laughs> and she's just taken the lip balm that's next to my bed and then just replaced it with one of her own. Oh, I always. It's like a lip, a lip smacker. That's revolting. I think it might be like Coca-Cola flavour or something. I've never had more envy than when we were at primary school and someone had on like a sort of multicolour bit of string one of those Polly Pocket lip balms. Polly Pocket lip balms. That sort of thing ran between me and my wits. I also think you could get, if I remember correctly, and don't quote me on this, but you could, I think, also get like a Polly Pocket perfume block. So it was oh, looked yeah. a bit like a lip balm, but it was actually like perfume. God, I haven't thought about that for a long time. I know what I was going to ask you. Um, you know how everybody's saying they're having very vivid dreams at the moment. I was wondering whether you'd been having any or not. Oh, Emily, let me tell you about my dreams. I mean, <laughs> I've been watching, I've been having the most insane dreams ever. It's largely caused by, I've been watching Westworld and it has sent my brain into some kind of uh, my already frankly quite peculiar and frazzled brain into a kind of what's it about overdrive so i get into bed oh my god it's so right okay i'll try and describe i heard it to that you, as Waterworld, and, and i've now realized I, it's not that <laughs> not the billion dollar flop not Waterworld. no it's not the most expensive and worst film ever made um, no, it's Westworld. So it's like um, the premise of it is is that it's a theme park for adults and families, um, mostly for adults, and it's a Wild West theme. Right. And you go there, and you're like it's totally immersive, and the theme park is filled with hosts who are uh, dressed. They're like AI, so they're like robots. <laughs> But they're so realistic, <laughs> you couldn't tell the difference. I'm between... out. Sorry. Yeah. No. <laughs> Seriously, the the robots like it's not like hello. You know, it's li- they're like <laughs> you know, like proper humans. They they're just like human beings. And anyway, the robots effectively revolt. And you know, I don't want to obviously. <laughs> don't spoil it. I would hate for any spoilers to be leaked, but... But so what What dreams have you had as a consequence? Oh, oh my God, like, that I'm a robot, that I'm... <laughs> that I'm a robot, that I'm... I think you need to watch the trailer, because <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe that I've sold it again. 
I don't think HBO are going to employ me. You've got to stop doing this. You're always shooting me down. You shoot me and Rick Stein. You shot me and Rick Stein. <laughs> down Do you know now. what? I had a little bit of regret after that. I thought, you don't know don't him. Try and, don't try and sucker him back in now. We've, we've, Rick, we're ruined. if you're we're, listening. We're never... <laughs> Rick, if you're listening, he loves you. If you're listening and frying a Dover soul, I'm sorry. <laughs> you couldn't even eat it. You couldn't even eat it, Okay. Be a pretty miserable experience going to going to a seafood restaurant with a vegan. Can you? It would just be like maybe he's got tofu on the menu now, but maybe he I does. shouldn't have assassinated maybe. his character so viciously because no. you know what he he's. Ooh, what do you know? Do you know what I was going to ask if I've been trying to? Find, I've really been struggling to find something to watch that feels. Um, both compelling and relaxing in these times, and may I recommend Westworld? <laughs> I know you. I know you reacted with initial hostility, but I don't. You know. I just don't like robots. I'm not. No, but I don't either, and you know that. But it's not. Just watch a trailer and get back to me, okay? You know, it honestly is good. If I, I turn on and any of them look like those things from Robot Wars, I'm immediately turning off. <laughs> from Robot Wars were like <laughs> Hoovers basically Hoovers basically with like flames attached like flames coming out <laughs> I'd forgotten that they shot flames they always like shot flames or had like big that was I do, not, do you remember having to like sit to do that to get to the top of the pop oh, what an yeah. absolute grime that was it was dreadful yeah what I did for the first time this week in a long time was I got dressed <laughs> because, and this this genuinely is not a way for me to segue into saying that I've not been well. But what I was going to say was that, but I have. But, <laughs> but if you could all <laughs> listeners of three write in, send yes. me a hamper, a bus, a, a, a basket, <laughs> a basket. <laughs> You could all send me a revolutionary war musket. That would be, I believe that's the that's the customary get well soon gift. That's what I'd like to receive. Oh God! Um, well, basically, I just because whatever way I say it now, it's going to sound like I'm being attention seeking. I'm. I went into hospital unexpectedly, and when I got there, <laughs> where? I've got that thing where I've got the inappropriate. I'm so sorry. It's not funny. It it is when you think about I I I essentially when I sort of came round to being more conscious, um, I realised what I was wearing and it was truly horrifying. It was like sort of horrible old tracksuit bottoms covered in cat hair, a kind of t-shirt with like breakfast down it and then like Birkenstocks and my hair was just anyway so I was like after it oh my god what's going on can you hear the screaming that's actually fun apparently that's actually that's positive noise thank god oh no Will's now going stop it your mother's on the phone (laughs) (laughs) well I just I just had a realisation that I was not uh I hadn't put on clothes that like proper clothes for a really long time so I then the next day was like I must put on a pair of jeans I haven't for about eight weeks um 
and just sort of make myself not feel like a piece of shit. So I managed to do that and it did make me feel a little bit better because I did realise I I have just been getting up every day and putting on the same disgusting sort of used to be a yoga teacher now in crisis kind of a uh, an aesthetic <laughs> used to be a yoga teacher now a bag yes basically i've also now that we've been trying to do up the garden become i'm just turning into a bit of a freak i've become really obsessed with trying to lure birds into the garden just as something to do now i'm not really allowed <laughs> to leave the house i i'm i was going to ask you some questions about your um Alan Titchmarsh. Oh. Would you say you were more of an Alan or were you more of a Charlie Dimmock? Are you braless? Oh, well, singlet? quite often, yes, but I've got <laughs> tiny breasts compared to hers, so... <laughs> it's not... They were, Charlie's were quite pendulous, if I remember. I they know. Moved. Quite... Good honour, though. I mean, you're on national TV. Just, you said so many very funny... I don't know why it was so hilarious, but that, the thought of you out there with a the spirit level yesterday did... <laughs> Well, because as part of the illness that I promise I won't speak about, um, I'm not allowed to do any exercise or leave the house or be alone. So I was like, I'll, I'll create a, a project in the garden. So we were, we built involving dangerous tools, <laughs> involving <laughs> sharp, um, sharp tools. Power tools. So, so we, we built two planters to put things in, and that's so amazing. I mean. I'm. I'm. Did I send you a picture of them finished? No, I'm, I'm not. Send, like, I saw... I'm, have you got your phone on you? Yeah. I'm gonna send it to you right so I can get your reaction live. I've just picked up my phone, and I've got one of those. I'm waiting for your message to come through, and I've just got a mindfulness reminder saying, "Life moves fast. Stop and look around every once in a while, so you don't miss it." Oh, shut up! Shoot myself. I know. Oh my god, that looks so. Thank you so much. So we we I sawed the wood and then got screwed together and then painted it and that's it and then put plants in. But so it looks so nice. I've put quite a lot of plants in the garden now, but um, the issue is that I'm worried I won't be able to keep them alive because I've got so much enthusiasm and absolutely no knowledge. One of my neighbours is just like savagely stylish, and she had this beautiful table set up outside with beautiful homemade scones with little vintage champagne glasses Mm. and it was all so nice and my kids were there with a plastic tub with with brownie bits in chuggy at 1.8 i then took my eye off the ball wasn't really paying attention chuggy ate so many and then she just came over to me she well the whole pack they ate between the two of them ate (laughs) and then chuggy came over and she literally looked as if she, someone had like scrubbed her face into a pile of mud, and all of her teeth were like completely black. With she looked like a salty sea captain or something. Like she just had like no teeth. It looked awful. And um, yeah, so I was like trying to just um, wipe that off, and um, just feeling generally ashamed that I hadn't. Everyone had bunting up. Um. And it was actually really Get a sweet. life. Oh, sorry. I know. Well, that's how I. <laughs> that's how I felt. And I thought that everyone was kind of similarly. Um, I did two poops. Well, I lots of poops. He's done lots of poops. And Daddy's giving you a treat. Daddy's giving you a treat. You should see. Give me a treat. Well done, Wyatt. Well Wyatt. done, Chuggy. 
that can I <laughs> can I just say could you hear her yes. <laughs> that can I just say is <laughs> the highlight of, of my lockdown I really felt like watching normal people as well really made me that feeling of being like a kind of mourning being a teenager mm. and like that early part of your life me which too. you just at the time just like just threw it in the bin mm. and like, it was such a actually like and yeah I, do I just remember I really the, felt like I, a, a, I know what you mean about some of it just passing me by at the time but there were definitely moments where I felt very overwhelmed and had this feeling of wanting to preserve how how I was how you felt yeah and and I remember with particular I still have it with some songs where I don't I I don't want to listen to them because I f- it's like having perfume on a t-shirt or something that you don't want to lose the yeah. sm- like, like lose the smell of a person that I get scared about listening to a song too too much because I feel like its potency will disappear and yeah disappear dissipate yeah and yeah. I won't have access to those memories anymore. Yeah. Well, I, my thing about music is so well, I've told you before like especially since having the kids I get this thing where if I listen to music that I used to go clubbing to or Mm. anything like that I almost get this feeling of like feeling really embarrassed and like I feel like oh no that's kind of somehow off limits to me Mm. because I'm I don't know like that time is gone and then other times I'm like no fuck it I'm gonna you know if I listen to the stuff like that you and I you know that stuff that reminds me of you and I back in our <laughs> back in the days in the roundhouse when you froze <laughs> nearly lost a thumb to a bottle of poppers. <laughs> Why was I not? I because you were like, well, we we can't possibly waste. I know, this. but I'll what? just stick my thumb. <laughs> Why did I melt the fingerprint of my thumb off trying to preserve a bottle of poppers? I had that feeling though when I got a text from. A school friend the other day saying could I get I wasn't I, I, I wasn't doing the pub quiz but she was like what are your two favorite songs in the world because it's going to be part of a question for this thing and I one of them was uh I, I picked for one of them Blind Faith by Chase and Status and oh, yeah. and then I got instantly was like oh I've got to listen to that song and I, I I listened to the opening bars and I was like I can't I, I can't I know yeah, I know. It's, I have the I but with that song, it really, that song, it was one song in particular that I I, I almost can't listen to that song because mm. it just makes me just start with, How strange is crying. it? Yeah, yeah, same. <laughs> I know. and and Which is totally bizarre because, like, if you're driving along, I've had it, it's come on, like, when I've been on the motorway with the children in the back of the car driving my, like, <laughs> beating up <laughs> Nissan Qashqai. Just... And then, like... Sobbing, sobbing to drum and bass chasing, chasing. yeah I know but that's the really embarrassing thing often it's like oftentimes it's like you know like proper yeah. like proper drum and bass or um, you know like house music and I'm literally bawling my eyes mm. out I mean it makes absolutely no sense whatsoever I've um I've quite a funny thing started happening because so so I'm I find it very distressing to hear people chewing, ch- like 
coughing, yeah. sniffing. Yeah. I can't do it. Anyway, so Kaylee, because I'm in a shared office, had a little while ago bought me these amazing noise cancelling headphones. But Ugh, I'm so jealous. They they have changed my life. But when I wear them, so if I'm like cleaning around the house, I'll be wearing them to listen to a podcast uh, or music. And um, <laughs> because they're so good at noise cancelling, I keep, I'll be like doing the washing up and sort of singing or just listening. And Kaylee will come up behind me and she's talking to me, but I can't hear. So she'll like tap me on the shoulder and I absolutely shit my pants. Yeah. And yeah. it's become this thing where I'm like, you've got to stop creeping up on me. And she's like, I'm just existing in my own house. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not creeping up on you. I don't know what else to do. I look, I sleep like I've been thrown up against a rock face and I'm clinging on for dear life. <laughs> That's how I sleep, literally. I mean, obviously not at the moment because I have to lie on my side. But normally I sleep on my tummy like I've been thrown up that's how I sleep yeah. and apparently that's how I've broken my neck and Kaylee says it she describes it as like a, like a load of twiglets have been thrown at the bed and that I'm just sort of scattered my limbs <laughs> well there's no I look like the sea I've been in the sea there's been a small <laughs> a tsunami been and washed I've been launched up. from the sea washed up <laughs> and I'm like cl- either clawing my way up the beach or <laughs> thrown up against a rock face and I'm holding on me too no that is it's very but that's kind of how no wonder I've got like I grind my teeth and stuff like I live my life even in sleep I'm in a sort of perpetual state of like me too sort of ah, ah. I know I'm so tense even at night time that I feel like my hands must look like you know in a horror film when a hand like <laughs> bursts out of the grave <laughs> in Carrie when the hand bursts out of the ground but they're, yeah. they're constantly everything's tense all the time <laughs> god I forgot to put my um, gum guard in the other night before I went to bed <laughs> to bury that hand again. God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, God. I woke up. Me up here, you in London both asleep, but both, you're like sitting out of a horror film. Hands <laughs> grappling out, grappling out, and clinging <laughs> as if the sea's trying to pull me back in. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> and then the hilarious part is that when we wake up in the morning, we're both like something out of the thriller video, like <laughs> dragging our limbs, like broken shoulders back. I grind my teeth so much that they're basically just turned to dust at the moment. <laughs> I'm sort of just gumming my way through every meal. Gumming. You open your mouth in the morning. <laughs> Exhale dust. dust. Restful, <laughs> restful nights. 
Oh dear, that really, really made me laugh. It's also so. I I mean, I know this is so unfair, but I find it difficult because Kaylee is such a. She will be asleep within about seven seconds of getting into bed, and when I'm lying there, just gripped by insomnia, it's. It's so hard not to hate someone when they're asleep and you're awake. I just feel like there's a sort of, of like, the smugness. And then I think, yeah. while well, she is asleep. It's not possible to be smug. But It's not possible to be smug. I know. It's when you think they're awake and then you hear the breathing change. Yeah. And then you just think, oh, I know. I'm alone. I know. Starting. It's so, <laughs> <I'm> so... <laughs> so it begins. <laughs> I've managed my expectations already because I don't think anything's going to actually change apart from stuff like going back to work and things like that, you know, and kind of reopening bits and bobs. I'm very excited about garden centres, I have to say. I'm very excited. Yeah, I'm just going to try and just remain calm. I'm just going to try and not work myself up into a... A frenzy about not being able to manage because what are we in now week six is it week seven bloody hell i can't believe seven weeks i've just like i know I, i'm just gonna try and just stay positive because obviously i'm such a sunny positive person i'm gonna try and remain that way but i'll just try and think about you know i i do find it this whole thing about because I'm a cynical and inherently miserable human being, I found the whole, like, circulating videos, videos that have been circulating about, like, the positive things about being at home and things like that. I found those a little tough to swallow. But, you know, things could be a lot worse. And, you know, we are... I do think I need to just kind of remember that and manage manage expectations and just... Yeah, I think, you know, just, I don't know. I think it's all right to remember that, but I think it's also only in as much as it's helpful to you because it's, if it's a good thing to feel like you get perspective, then fine. But I think Mm. it can sometimes be a bit of a stick to beat yourself with. Yeah, because there is the, there is also that sense of like... Because oh. then you criticise, so, not necessarily you, but it can become a criticism yeah. of the way you're feeling. And Have you encountered anybody that you think is actually really quite enjoying this? Um, <clears throat> yeah, a few people. I think some people who have been gone into lockdown at the start of a new relationship and they're actually just quite liking sort of nesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And I do think that as much as it's a cliche, thinking about working on a different frequency has been good. You know, doing... Again, I feel like I'm stating what everybody is saying, but, for example, doing planting things in the garden. I have been taking a lot of pleasure in watching plants grow and um and I think that I think it has in small ways slightly reset my brain um yeah I hate not seeing people so it's not 
I couldn't say overall that it's been a positive thing, but there have been elements of it that uh, I think I was really, I was I was really in a rushing gear before, and I've yeah. slightly switched out of that, and I've been feeling. I don't know if it's a combination of therapy and this, but I've been, I don't know, I feel like I've had access to feelings and emotions that I haven't had for a long time, and I can't exactly put my finger on it yet, but I'm like you. I don't expect that I'll be changing any of my routine this week. I find, I think it's, I really find it difficult to actually verbalise like my thoughts about it because I it's such a being controlled being being controlled by an external force other than myself having my actions limited by you know others is something I know what you mean it's so uh it's it's so strange to feel but I I gotta say I think I spend so much of my life raking over and dissecting every tiny decision and thought I have or make um that there's a bit of freedom in in having in feeling out of control um like feeling yeah I know what you mean you know that I'm a huge thing is happening that has it is is a, a global once you kind of let go of your control over your control over things there is almost a sort of like kind of a comfort in the fact that it just sort of it is what it is and there's kind of nothing you can do about that yeah like to tell us about someone you're missing we'd love to hear from you get in touch at radioisopodcast at gmail.com or on instagram at radioisopod